Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Nikki Haley is slightly ahead of Ron DeSantis in most of the GOP primary polls. If Ron DeSantis were wearing bigger high heel shoes, they would be literally neck and neck. So he needs a couple more inches of lift. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. And I'm so excited you decided to join me today. If you did decide to join me, if you didn't decide to join me, I'll just trust you had something much more important to do, although I can't imagine what's more important than saving this amazing country that we love. And uh, that's what we do here every single day, Monday through Friday. We we talk about what's going on in the world, things that you need to know about. We pinpoint the enemies of our republic, the enemies of America. We let you know how they're trying to destroy this great country, trample your rights, destroy your individual liberties, uh, d- drain your bank account, and basically take over all power uh, for all time in their tyrannical and uh, devious uh, plans for total world domination. Um, and we just, you know, we want to try to put a stop to that. And one of the best ways we've found to do it is by podcasting. So thank you so much for joining us. And thanks so much for listening. Something I did, a couple things I wanted before we get into the uh, heart of this debate that's coming up here on CNN between, I think it may only be two, I think it may only be two of them. I think that it's going to be, and, and I'm not, let me double check that actually, CNN debate, Ron DeSantis. I think it's just Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. And well, Donald Trump qualified, but I don't think he's going to be there. I mean, if anything, he's doing pretty well without the debate appearances. So I'm pretty sure that Donald Trump will be sitting out this other debate. In fact, he's got a bunch of campaign stops in Iowa that are already planned. Guy's going to be blanketing the state. You're, I mean, I've never seen so many campaign stops in one state in such a short period of time. But that's Donald Trump's mojo. And like I said, we'll talk about that here in just a minute. First, though, I wanted to tell you about something I did over the uh, holiday break. I did a couple things. I did it. First of all, I ate lots of really... I just ate everything. Like if the, you know how Joe Biden yesterday, we were talking about, we're making fun of Joe Biden and how Joe Biden ate all that Italian food and he's been chilling in St. Croix and he said, he's just, oh, anything they put in front of me, I ate. Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me, but I've eaten (laughs) pasta, which I love, eating a lot of chicken, chicken Parmesan. I've been eating all all Italian foods, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream, chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah, now I went one step above that. Not only did I eat everything that people put in front of me, but I would also go out and seek additional food to enjoy. It was like, all right, I ate all the stuff you put in front of me. What else we got? <laughs> and I would go into the, and I would, yeah, but it was the holidays. And I figure there's peppermint bark, there's peppermint bark ice cream, there's whipped cream for the coffee. There's all kinds of alcohol. My neighbor, actually the guy who, we have a guy in our neighborhood who takes care of dogs. So whenever we go out of town, we drop our dogs off with him and he's uh Puerto Rican. And he brought me some kind of coconut uh, mixture of deliciousness that with rum in it. It was amazing. I had way too much of that. Um, anyway, uh, but, but that's neither here nor there. I also, as I pointed out, drank a lot, but I sat down and I recorded a 30 minute video. Uh, one of the things I'm, I'm really interested in doing is more of these long form presentations that aren't just, you know, complaining about politics or laughing at Democrats or, or any of that kind of stuff, but it's actually stuff that actually will help you maneuver and survive what could be one of the most dangerous years in our history? Because if, if, if Joe Biden and the Democrats realize that their strong stranglehold on power is, is quickly coming to an end, 
they're going to pull out all the stops and they're going to try to destroy this country at 10 times the speed. You know, I know a lot of people listen to podcasts, you know, at two times speed or not this one because I already talked fast enough. Um, but uh, the other podcasts that maybe don't move as quickly, you, you listen to it at two times speed. And, and that's what the, the Democrats are going to be doing. But they're going to be trying to 10x the destruction of this country because they believe every single day when they look at the polls, when they look at Donald Trump's popularity, when they look at the sentiment for African-American voters and Latino voters and younger voters, and they see how much these people just despise Joe Biden, uh, they're worried that they're not going to have time to, to you know, take over the country and turn it into a socialist utopia. So they're going to be working double time. And that means it's a dangerous year for all of us. So I recorded a video. It's about 30 minutes. And it pinpoints uh, seven things that conservatives are doing that are making them more susceptible to financial devastation. Uh, seven things that are that are keeping you overworked and underpaid and how Bidenomics is negatively affecting your life. And more importantly, how you can change it all. Because if you don't know what's wrong, you don't know how to fix it. So uh, I kind of went through and, and I outlined seven things that conservatives are doing in Joe Biden's economic collapse that um, that are detrimental. And then we'll, uh, you know, we'll work to try to turn those around. If you want to go see that video, it's free. And all you have to do is go to my new website, which I just launched. I'm very excited about it. It's called StopTheLibs.com. I was, I was like, I can't believe nobody has this already. StopTheLibs.com. And, uh, and you can go there. You can watch the video. Like I said, it's about 30 minutes or so, but it's well worth it. And if you watch all the way to the end, there is a very special invitation um, for, for you. Uh, StopTheLibs.com. Watch the entire video. Learn how to protect yourself from the final year of Joe Biden's presidency, the final year of Bidenomics. And then at the end, there's another there's another another special treat, a gift from me to you uh, for 2024. All right. Uh, let's get, ladies and gentlemen, to the heart of the matter, which is this CNN debate. Donald Trump, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis have qualified for the CNN Iowa debate. Now, this is remember. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Not an officially sanctioned debate by the GOP or the RNC. Ronna McDaniel is not involved in this debate. She said, well, look, we did our four debates. Uh, very few people watched them. Nobody really cared about them. They all looked really bad. Vivek Ramaswamy got on stage and, and you know, basically told me to quit my job. It was a, it was a debacle. Ronna McDaniel should not be happy about anything that happened during the debates. And oh, yes, Donald Trump, the most popular president we've had in over 100 years, the most popular Republican on the planet, didn't show up to any of them because he didn't feel like he needed to. And he's not going to show up to the CNN debate either. Uh, but here's what CNN reports about their coming debate. It's former President Donald Trump, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis qualified for CNN's January 10th Republican presidential primary debate in Iowa. Uh, the debate is a final opportunity for candidates to make an impression in front of a national audience before voting begins. Haley and DeSantis have said they will participate in the debate, which will take place at 9 p.m. Eastern on January 10th at Drake University in Des Moines, Iowa. Just five days before the Iowa caucuses kick off, uh, the GOP's nominating race will be a one-on-one -on -one clash between two candidates vying to emerge 
as the party's lone clear alternative to the former president. Now, this is an interesting scenario for a couple of reasons. First of all, I don't know why any self-respecting Republican would go on CNN. I don't know why any self-respecting Republican would go on CNN. CNN, they did something that was interesting in 2024, and then they did something that was totally not surprising. When Chris Licht came in, you may remember Chris Licht came in as the president of CNN, and he wanted to try and make it more fair and balanced. He wanted to try to have more of a conservative, uh, you know, uh, not a leaning, but they wanted to make sure that they were they were displaying both sides of these of these debates. They didn't just want to be a mouthpiece for Joe Biden and the Democrats. They wanted to actually be a news organization. And so he brought on, um, you know, uh, conservatives and he brought on Donald Trump. They did. There was a town hall, Caitlin Collins and Donald Trump did a town hall. And after which, uh, Caitlin Collins got a promotion and everybody at CNN went just, they went crazy. Anderson Cooper, you may remember the next day had to apologize, didn't have to, but chose to apologize to his audience for having Donald Trump on the air. He had to apologize to CNN viewers who were confused and upset and to and rattled, shaken to the core because they turned on their favorite propagandist news network and saw <gasps> Donald Trump spewing Donald Trumpisms. And not only that, but people in the audience were clapping and cheering for him. That's the least CNN-ish thing ever. And shortly after that, Chris Licht was removed as the head of CNN. And they just reverted back to their old, uh, you know, left-wing propaganda machine, churning out propaganda and really bizarre, super gay New Year's Eve celebrations. Um, so that's where CNN is right now. Well, it, I don't know why, like I said before, anybody like a Nikki Haley or a Ron DeSantis would choose to go on CNN for a debate. Because when Ron McDaniel and the RNC were in charge of the debates, they already got left-wing journalists to host these things. They already got people who were not uh, conservatives, who were not there to really delve into the conservative agendas of any of the candidates and put them on display for the voters. They were there to get sound bites for themselves and propel themselves into the stratosphere and try to get these, these uh, try to trap these conservative candidates for president in, in these verbal, you know, in these, in these verbal, I mean, basically traps the best word for it. Uh, you know, questions about DE and I and other crap that nobody really cares about and is detrimental to the United States. Well, now CNN is going to have two of the, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what you would call them at this point. Like I said, they're neck and neck, but they're nowhere near Donald Trump. Um, a lot of folks have been saying that Nikki Haley could potentially be the vice presidential candidate. And I know Laura Trump mentioned something about that on Twitter weeks ago. But there's no way that Nikki Haley is going to be the vice presidential candidate. Um, I think I think people you know realize kind of this deep state mentality. And I've heard Steve Bannon talk about it a lot. I've heard Jack Posobiec talk about it a lot. But if Nikki Haley, who is let's be honest, she's the never Trump candidate. Everybody who's a strong never Trumper, everybody who hates Donald Trump, all of the rich investors in campaigns who don't want to invest in Donald Trump because they don't like the guy. He doesn't play ball. He's not part of the deep state. All of the other elite uh, Republicans, like, for example, Chris Sununu, who just came out in New Hampshire and endorsed Nikki Haley. Um, what's his name? The guy from the Fox News board, uh, Paul Ryan, all these, you know, all these rich elite Republican rhinos who hate Donald Trump, never Trumpers. They don't want to make America great again. They just want to go ahead with the uniparty status quo so that they can continue 
uh, to pretend to care for their voters while they're just getting rich on the side from special interests. All those people, they hate Donald Trump, but they love Nikki Haley. And so word on the street is, or the thought process is, if Donald Trump chooses Nikki Haley and Nikki Haley becomes the vice president, Donald Trump's life is in serious, serious jeopardy because not only is Nikki Haley well-liked by Republicans, she's much more well-liked by Democrats. Why? Because she is a proponent of endless wars in the Middle East and in Eastern Europe and wherever, wherever wars can be fought. Remember, she became rich after she left off. Vivek Ramaswamy called her out on it and said, look, you got, you sat on the board of, what was it, Northrop Grubman or Boeing or I don't even remember which one it was. And all of a sudden you became a millionaire. War is good for Nikki Haley. War is good for her business. And so as vice president, she would be the chosen candidate for both sides of the aisle. And that definitely puts Donald Trump's life in danger. I mean, people, people say, oh, it's conspiracy theory, the craziness. Never, they would never do that. Oh, yeah? They've done everything else to Donald Trump. Why wouldn't they do that either? So Nikki Haley immediately comes off of the ballot because she would be someone that the Democrats and the Republicans would rather have uh, in office than Donald Trump. And once Donald Trump is president, it's really, I mean, I'm not going to say it's easy, but there's only one way to remove him and make sure that the person you would rather have uh, becomes president. And we all know, we all know what that is. So Nikki Haley's out. Ron DeSantis isn't going to be vice president. He already, he already messed that one up. He's going to come back to Florida, finish out his term as the greatest governor we've ever had. And we'll see what happens. And I don't know what's going to happen in 2028 with Ron DeSantis, but he's got some time to A, not only rebuild his political capital in the Republican Party, but also solidify himself or set himself up for some kind of future presidential run. Uh, but it's going to take some damage control. It's going to take it's going to take some work on his part. And I don't think this debate's going to help. I don't think this debate's going to help. If they what they should do, what Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis should really do is stop trying to put themselves into the spotlight. What they should do is they should start siding with the voters. None of the Republican voters are going to be watching CNN for a debate. None of the Republican voters care what either of these people have to say. And, and the people on CNN don't want to see them anyway because they hate Republicans. CNN viewers, CNN producers, CNN hosts, nobody involved with CNN likes Republicans. They don't like the Republican Party. They don't want any of these people to be president. Why would you go on there? You're not going to change anyone's mind. They would rather vote for Joe Biden or RFK Jr. or anybody than any Republican on the ballot. All you're doing is you're, you're helping CNN while hurting yourself. Because, look, this is not... I heard a, I heard a clip from Ron DeSantis earlier today. I should pull it for the, uh, for the show at noon. He said something like... They was asked a question about Donald Trump not showing up for these debates. And Ron DeSantis launched into his whole BS... Uh, answer about how Donald Trump owes it to the voters to answer the tough questions. Donald Trump owes it to the people to come on and blah, blah. Donald Trump doesn't owe anybody anything. Donald Trump is leading in the polls. Donald Trump has not gone to a single debate this entire cycle, and he is beating everybody handedly. The only thing that Donald Trump stands to gain in going to a debate is ground for one of these other two people. Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis could eat into Donald Trump's lead if he goes to the debate. Why would he do that? Why not do what he's doing, which is blanketing the state of Iowa and going to meet people who are going to caucus for him, going to meet people who are going to vote for him? These debates don't win elections. Getting the most votes wins the elections. And that's something that I think that Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley need to remember. They should cancel the debate. If neither one of them showed up, 
If one of them pulled out, if Nikki Haley said, you know what, thank you, CNN, but I'm not going to waste my valuable time uh, on your propagandist network trying to appeal to people that don't like me and never will, I'm going to go to Iowa and shake hands with voters and answer their questions and rally. And I'm going to go on a multi-county tour of the state like Donald Trump is doing. If Nikki Haley did that, then the debate would be over. CNN would be, they, they wouldn't be able to have it. They'd be at Ron DeSantis town hall. And trust me, nobody wants to see that. Also, this is like the fifth debate. The, the amount of eyes on this debate are going to be so diminished. It's like, you know, the reason the Super Bowl is the most watched event of the year the reason that millions and millions of people worldwide watch the Super Bowl and they're able to charge astronomical amounts of money for advertising during the Super Bowl, the reason for all of that is because there's only one Super Bowl. There's only one. If they had Super Bowls every month, it wouldn't be nearly as valuable. They've had debates every single month and every single time uh, they get less and less valuable. Fewer and fewer people watch. And on CNN, I'm gonna be honest with you, if a million people watch this debate between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis on January 10th, I would be shocked. If a million people tuned in to watch this debate between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, I would be flabbergasted. CNN's ratings have been in the toilet for years. And I don't think that bringing on Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis to debate each other again for a fifth time is going to help them. Uh, I think it may actually hurt them because the the, the 1.2 million people who watch CNN on a daily basis aren't going to want to see Republicans on their network. And we learned that last year when Chris Licht got fired for promoting Donald Trump's town hall. Anyway, we'll get into more of that as we get closer to the debate. We'll get more into more of that, of course, on the show later today. Also, it's funny because I have these lights on. If, if you're not familiar with what we do here, not only do I record this podcast for iTunes and Spotify and all these other networks where you guys are downloading and listening to these things, and we appreciate that. We appreciate you subscribing. We appreciate you sharing. We appreciate all your reviews and comments. They're very helpful. Um, but we also broadcast live video we do like a little Q&A. We do like a little, it's a behind the scenes kind of making of Mark K saves the Republic. And we do that every single day on our locals channel. Um, so if you don't, if you haven't yet joined us on locals, please do so. Cause you can, so you can watch it. But I, I put up lights and things so that everyone can see me. And yesterday they called me uh, to do Chris Salcedo's show on Newsmax. And so I had the lights up and I walked in this morning. I was like, Oh, I already, I already used these lights for like 20 minutes yesterday. I wonder how much time I have left on the lights. And sometimes when I don't change the batteries, the lights will go off midstream. That hasn't happened. Um, but something really interesting about Newsmax, because Newsmax, most of their shows have panels or panelists. If you watch Carl Higby, if you watch Chris Salcedo, if you watch Wake Up America, they, uh, the hosts will come in and they'll have one, usually two people. And uh, a couple weeks ago, I started being a panelist for Wake Up America. And then Carl Higby had me on. And then they would, you know, they hey, can you fill in on the Chris Salcedo show? We need somebody so over the break, I guess everybody was on vacation. I got text messages and emails almost every day from every show. On one particular day, I think I got a text message from every single show on Newsmax asking me if I could come on and be a panelist. And unfortunately, I couldn't that day because I was, I was away. But, uh, but it, it, we, uh, we were on yesterday with Chris Salcedo, and I believe we'll be on probably a couple more times this week on various different programs. And it's a lot of fun, and Newsmax has really taken off. Um, and, uh, and, and my lights have been holding up pretty well. So it's a win, win, win. Uh, anyway, listen, go to stopthelibs.com, stopthelibs.com and, uh, go watch that video. Uh, go watch the video that I made for you 
um, to help you out in 2024, which is going to be, like I said, a tumultuous year. Uh, protect your money. Protect yourself from Joe Biden's Bidenomics in 2024. Uh, the seven biggest mistakes conservatives are making that keep them overworked, overtaxed, underpaid, and can lead to their financial devastation in 2024. It's at StopTheLibs.com. And as I said before, I stress you to watch it all the way through uh, because there's a special invitation at the very end. In the meantime, look, I got to get ready for the noon show. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of Mark K Saves the Republic. Be sure that you're listening. Be sure that you're sharing. Be sure that you're taking this all in and um, and come back every single day because it's going to be a fun. It's going to be an exciting. It's going to be an anxious. It's going to be a dangerous year. We can all get through this together if we have each other's backs. We can all get through this together. Uh, we can we can look after each other. We can fight for this country and we can win and we can save the republic.